your boy Lex. It's your boy Shubs. So back with another one. You know how it goes. Shubs, yeah. how you been, man? I've been good, man. I've been good. Just me and you today, bro. We haven't done an, epi- an episode with us to alone for yeah, a while. Well, but yeah, well, man, I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. I'm happy to be here, man. I'm good. Just been hustling, yeah. man. Hustling smart. So can't really yeah, complain, bro. What about you? Yeah, no, same, man. Um, this second quarantine has just been... It hasn't really been a, a quarantine personally because the work still goes on. So I've just been busy. So even with my day job, um, as you lot know, you know, I'm a consultant. Um, so my day job, my day job has gotten more busier, um, just had more responsibility. And obviously that aside, um, obviously, you know, I'm in the entrepreneurial space as well. So I've got the business, the skincare business. Um, so obviously we've been sold out. <laughs> and obviously we're trying to restock um but obviously it's been it's been difficult because of covid obviously has its challenges in terms of yeah. delivery and whatnot um but we're almost there we're almost there just kind of working around the clock really just to get just to get these new products out also releasing two new products um which will be a, a face cream as well as a, a cleansing oil um nice. yeah so those those products are pretty good and also releasing a new body butter actually um so that new body but has, has a much more a much more luxurious uh, it's a blend of lux- more luxurious butters so it's obviously better quality um yeah, sounds yeah, good. so that's what i've been up to man sounds good sounds about, good um all by yourself yeah, yeah as for me can you can you hear me quite clear right yeah yeah, um, yeah as for me i just decided to um so I, I just finished my 10 months. Well, I finished my 10 months at Converse um, on, in October, first week of October. Um, and I was able to help them do the first ever um, UK Black History Month, which was a huge achievement for me. Um, I pitched over in February, mm. way before like, the Black Lives Matter movement came into like, resurfacing in, in um, London and everywhere, to be honest. So it was just good to be able to bring it um, to life through just really and truly just learning and seeing what was needed in the world or what was needed um what i feel like more brands should be doing and to be able to pitch an idea and then to be able to bring it to life in terms of coming together as a team and executing it and getting the right people involved so i was yeah really really happy about that um so yeah with that happening with my time there finished um i just decided to make a so I've been doing the digital marketing on the side for a while, um, since before mm-hmm. the podcast, but I decided to make an active decision that I'm going all in. Um, mm-hmm. before I was kind of looking for jobs and stuff like that, but now I just decided like, there's no better time than now. Like I keep saying that one day I want to work for myself, but I don't know why I keep saying one day instead of just saying I'm now work for myself. So I just made mm-hmm. a decision. And um, when it came to making that decision, there was, and this is this is one thing I was saying to my sister, right? Um, like mm. when you make an active decision, you have to do everything that comes with it. Um, yeah. Even like I remember starting off the podcast, there were a lot of things that that like, used to cringe me out. Like I always used to say, like, yeah, on YouTube or 
I didn't, I don't want to put my face behind the camera and stuff like that. But it's also like, why do you have, like, why do you not want to do these things? Do you know what I mean? Why does it cringe you? And I was mm-hmm. just going back to knowing that it's probably me caring too much what other people think, if you know what I mean. And funny enough, if that is like, the people who you think may kind of look at you funny or the people who you want to look cool for, like sometimes mm-hmm. even commend you for being brave enough to do what you want to do and really owning it. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of knew I was holding myself back just even in terms of saying to people what I do or even tweeting it. So I decided to go all in. I started tweeting about it, started posting about it. Um, I, I wrote a few tweets that even gained some great momentum that really helped me kind of pick up the pace as well so I really get some mm-hmm. customers and some awareness about what I do so yeah it's it's been really good man it's been a it's been a crazy year a lot's happened and everything that's happened has just pushed me like to have that urgency to just like live out my dreams and do what makes me happy and like Simon's mm. last time as well like just enjoy your day to day and build something you're proud of so that's exactly mm-hmm. what I'm doing mm-hmm. no that's hard so, like, I think you briefly touched on it, but what kind of, what would you say that forced you into that position where it's like, you know what, I'm just going to go all in? Um, so, I was kind of at a crossroad because <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was at a crossroad because I was also in the final stage of a internship, actually. And I'm like... And I really didn't want to do it. I didn't. Re- I really didn't want to do it. But I felt like, okay, like it might be really good to have it on my CV and stuff like that. But it was a year-long internship, and even just mm-hmm. me coming out of a placement at Converse, and then going into an internship, even stuff like wages, the roles. I just knew I was kind of overqualified in a sense. But I was kind of thinking, hmm, maybe I should just go for it. So I applied. I was in the final stages, and then I didn't get it. And I was actually praying not to get it, do you know what I mean? Because that would make my decision much easier. So once I didn't get it, I kind of took that as my sign. Like, you, you know what? Okay, cool. You're not, you've not applied for any other jobs. You don't have any other jobs kind of open. So like, yeah, just go all in. You've got a few customers already. You know what you're doing. You've learned a lot throughout your past experiences, especially whilst at Converse. Just run with it, do you know what I mean? And just like everything going on this year, like not going to lie, like, just seeing that life is short just pushed me to like, okay, cool. Just do what makes you happy, man. Do you know what I mean? Like live, live out your dreams and also don't even worry too much about finding your way. Like you always find your way, do you know what I mean? So that's what really pushed me mm-hmm. to getting to the stage where I'm like, okay, cool. Like just go all out because in a year's time, in 10 years time, you look back and like you might you might be happy. Hopefully I'm happy that I made the decision. Do you know what I mean? And it's plus... Mm something something that I really enjoy doing and I just want to like after that like, everything going on is just for me it's important to do things that make me happy work with people that make me happy do you know what yeah. I mean? so that's really what I'm trying to do yeah yeah yeah. yeah but you touched on something, something you said you was praying that you didn't get it like so you applied for something but you were praying for the opposite I think subconsciously you kind of knew what yeah what your decision was already yeah i knew you know I mean? so why did you because so why did you waste the, why did you waste the time to even continue going for it why didn't you just pull out straight away uh i need to i need to read this out to you because i legit saw this early on today and it was so spot on and it's it's like um 
Uh, let me let me just read it out. Many ambitious people, even though they understand intellectually how smart risk brings optionality, still prefer the more conventional paths of accumulating optionality. They compete in sailing hard to accumulate options for the future instead of figuring out what they really want to do and doing that instead. I'd argue we are trained mm -hmm. to optimize for optionality from a young age. I don't know what I'm going to do mm -hmm. with my life, so I'm going to get a degree. I don't know what I'm going to do with this degree, so I'm going to get a grad degree. I don't know what to do with this degree, so I'm going to get a consulting job to figure out what I actually want to do. It's like, it's like mm -hmm. spending your whole life filling up the gas tank without ever driving. Why does this happen? Because people don't want to look dumb, even for a short period of time. And that's the biggest mistake mm -hmm. I think young people make. They are afraid to look dumb, so they follow safe paths to cap the downside, not, not realising that they also cap the upside. And said paths are, are often tournament-style. So with what that was saying is just like, we, we overcomplicate life. You give us extra options to, to make it kind of more difficult for us to really do what we want. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I said, I knew what I really wanted to do, but just giving myself the option of having, say, going for another job, or even like mm -hmm. just knowing that if I take a bet on myself, it will give me a greater upside. But instead, sometimes we just cap kind of our our full potential in a sense. And it also comes to you taking a bet on yourself, and it's quite it's quite a harsh, like difficult decision to make. But knowing that mm -hmm. risk always pay off, like is what pushed me to. Mm -hmm. okay, let me just take that risk. And they also say like you don't want to look dumb in front of people. So it's also like, what if you have that self-doubt in a sense of what if I, what if, what if I fail, what if it doesn't work out or whatnot, but it's also now I'm changing it to what if it doesn't work out? What if I do succeed? So I decided mm -hmm. to just go with the latter, mm -hmm. but I guess I was overcomplicating it because I wanted to give myself extra options, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I want to highlight something you said. Um, so what you've basically done, you program, you really kind of programmed your mind to shift from, okay, rather than what if I don't, don't get it to, what if I don't do it to rather, what's the benefits if I do do it? And I think obviously, um, it's very easy to, to criticize something and to pick holes in something, but it's very actually, it's, but it's a different, difficult task to see the benefits of something. Um, but I think it, I think it's a it's a deeper root issue because from school you're programmed to follow a set of rules. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? If you even if you deconstruct and break it down, like in school you're sat in rows. You're very it's, it's very systematic. You're sat in rows. The bell goes off. You know you go to your next class. The bell goes off. You have break time. Break time's only fifteen minutes long. But in entrepreneurship, there's no rules. It's a, it's a it's a jungle. There's no structure. Um, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. there, there's 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 no structure. So I think. And obviously, as humans, we're a habit of routine. Mm -hmm. So once that routine is now embedded within us, it just becomes, it's just, it's just habitual for when we do enter the working world. Um, so I think like, I think now we basically need to kind of change, change that mindset to not necessarily, not necessarily break the system, but just disrupt it a little bit. And I think disruption disruption is is very very good and i learned I, I learned this in my degree yeah. um funny enough and i remember i was i was working yeah um i was working i was on one project and i found that they were following a system a very rigid system 
Mm-hmm. And I, I took a step back, I analysed it, I was like, this is too long. Like, things are not being completed on time. You know, we're trying to send, send things off to the offshore team. You know, there's a, there's a delay. I was like, I need to disrupt this system because it's only, it's only going to be- benefit every, everyone else in the long run. And it's going to help me. Do you know what I mean? But what I found is that when I pitched the idea, you know, I got a lot of resistance. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'll, you know, but I, I gave people the benefit of the fact that they'll follow an assistant for X amount of time. But I said, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway because I believe in it. And I've done it. You know, we shaved, we managed to shave off like 5%. And obviously that was the benefit of the project. Um, so, yeah, I kind of, I just liked um, kind of what, 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 you, what you touched on there. Um, so making decisions to kind of dive in head first, what, what, would, what would be the, the key things that, that you've learned? Um, the key thing that I've learned, number one is knowing that, firstly, having a specialised skill, I'll say, not even just specialised skill, but knowing you have something to offer people and you might have this knowledge, but a lot of people don't have the knowledge, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. so, like, me just being clear on that and really understanding that, okay, you know, like, even with the, with the blog post, right, or even with mm-hmm. my, my tweets when I say things or when I say things in the podcast, there might be things that I speak to, like, other marketers or people on my team and everyone kind of gets it, but... The, the mass don't get it do you know what I mean so it's really understanding that mm. feel free to say stuff like write these things down write, share your thoughts because even though it might come to you naturally because that's your practice a lot of people may not mm. do you know what I mean so like that's what and also the world is so big right there's not there can't just be one marketer do you know what I mean knowing that I can do it if anyone else is doing it as well so like don't kind of hold back like make sure because they're there's there's thousands of blogs around there's thousands of podcasts about marketing there's thousands of digital marketers as well do you know what i mean but knowing that i i who i am and also knowing that i have a community that through the podcast or through people i engage with that will find my services useful and beneficial and valuable as well um so making sure that i'm putting myself out there um rather than seeing it as like oh like there's no need put myself out there when you put yourself out there you're also making yourself accountable, do you know what I mean? And finding ways mm-hmm. to engage with, with your audience um, to, to be of value and service to people. So obviously I started a newsletter. Um, if you guys haven't um, subscribed to it, you can subscribe to it via my bio on Instagram or on my Twitter, to be honest. Um, it's, a, it's a bi-weekly newsletter I'm sending out what I learned through business as well as digital marketing tips as well. Um, because I, I posted a tweet, I tweeted a tweet actually um, about digital marketing and how people just market solely on social media. But there, so there are a few other platforms that people can really leverage and make the most out of as well. And businesses, if they were able to put themselves on this platform and invest with a little ad budget, they could get um, a lot of return as well from it. So. Um, me me making a newsletter and me saying these tweets and really putting myself out there makes me accountable if you know what I mean I, now I know I've got something to that I've got to live up to in a sense like I said I'm starting a newsletter so I have to mm-hmm. make sure I'm consistent I have to make sure I'm building that habit and discipline as well and a lot of the times people don't want to say what they're doing just because 
they're afraid of that responsibility, if you know what I mean. And then also, mm-hmm. I think just mm-hmm. documenting everything as well. Like, that's why I, I really like the podcast because it's, it's a journey driven podcast. It's like following us and other entrepreneurs and other guests and our listeners as well through, through a journey. So just making sure, like, if I'm everything I'm doing, I'm, I'm writing it down in a blog, or I'm writing it down in my journal. And one day, like, looking back, I have like mm-hmm. a, a full book of everything I've learned or all the all the obstacles I faced and how I overcame it and then being able to give that back to mm. someone else who is starting a journey or someone else who faces difficulties. A lot of the times yes, like, people people don't document stuff but it's so important to because like it, it could be useful to someone else or even you just looking back and seeing how far you came. So yeah that's a few things that I've learned doing doing my, my time working for myself fully. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, and I hear that, and I think even like guys with me, right? So even with the skincare business, right? So <laughs> the skincare business is is very very different, and it's not it's not the norm. Um, so it's it's a female skincare business, and at a surface level, I like what what business do, do does a guy like me, you know, working in finance, you know, guy who goes to gym, dabbling in dabbling in skincare. Um, and even for myself, bro, like I was, I was very apprehensive of how I'll potentially be portrayed. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you know how it goes, you know, you grow up in a certain area. So you yeah. naturally, you know, you carry yourself a certain way. Like skin, being in skincare is usually, is usually heavily, heavily dominated by females. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I thought, you know what, like I was, I was, raised by females in it so you know and i have a decent amount of knowledge on skincare and just when you do my research um i was able to just develop develop my existing knowledge and even learn new things and i thought you know what like whether if i do with like if i don't do, i just saw it as if i don't do it someone else will do it if i don't if, if i do it and it works you know i'm gonna reap the rewards from it if it doesn't work back to the drawing board and on to the next thing so I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me just try. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't only until I kind of launched it. That's when, that's when we had a, that's when I had um, a positive response. Like, what? Oh my God, you're doing skincare. Wow. And then I realized I'm actually a, a kind of a walking product because, you know, um, you know, not, not to be obnoxious or toot my own horn, but, you know, I don't have bad skin. My skin's pretty good. You know, my skin, my skin is smooth. My skin is clear. So it's just like when I am um, explaining the benefits to people, to females rather. You know, men and women can use the product, but um, it's predominantly females that buy. Um, when I am explaining explaining the the benefits, they they can really see it. You know what I mean? And you know the whole the whole reason as to why I launched the skincare is because when I told <laughs> When I tell my friends and stuff that yeah, like I, I look after my skin, you know, I get manicures, I, I get pedicures and all that stuff. Look, I, you know, I make sure that my cuticles are are correct. Very, very and for those who don't know what what yeah, so for those who don't know what your cuticles are, that's basically the connection between the bottom of your nail and and the the, the skin of your finger. It's like it looks. It's basically I can't, I can't really describe what it looks like, but if you look at it, you kind of know what it is. Yeah, fellas, um, looking after yourself. Yeah, so, so when I when I when I explain this stuff to my friends, I'm like, 
hey, you're weird, man. Why, why are you doing that stuff? But it's just like you're you're actually wearing your skin for the for the for your whole life. Like, have you looked at people and you've seen like they look a bit weathered, they look a bit tired? But it's just because it's not because they're tired; it's just because they're not looking after their skin. You know what I mean? So as well as as well as investing in your life financially and, and whatnot, also invest in yourself and actually look after yourself internally. Um, you know, so in, invest in the skin in the skincare products. I definitely hear you. Um, I definitely. So, so even, yeah. Even like what you were saying in terms of like you as a guy getting into skincare or, and I feel like that's what, what I was saying, right? Like a lot of the times we hold ourselves back, just yeah, caring, not even caring, mm-hmm. but just based on what we think people will perceive us. And many of the times yeah. our audience isn't even, it's not even people that are close to us. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so much mm-hmm. greatness that we mm-hmm. can offer to the universe. Yeah. Even, even our listeners, how many of them do we actually, know or how many of them are people we grew up with like we meet so many Mm. people that like even our followers like most of them we don't know them do you know what i mean so like it's Mm. so important to see outside your world or your social circles do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you would and once you start a business and you're doing everything you're you're supposed to do giving out value you'll connect with the right people you'll build Mm -hmm. a community and your audience so like don't hold yourself back thinking oh like people where i'm from may look at me weird or people like that because a lot of the time once you're able to connect and you have your audience they're pushing you do you know what i mean they're pushing your stuff yeah they're, they're paying for I your agree. stuff well, do you know what i mean so i i i agree and that's the whole reason to that's one of the reasons to why i started this skincare business to actually provide value and and so that my customers have comfort in the fact that when they are applying my product they're applying it with, with gratitude and that they know that they're applying a product that's actually going to help them. Because when I've done my research, you know, so it's, it's a natural and organic skincare company. But when I've done my research, a lot of the natural products that are in, you know, these, these big brands, um, a lot of it's refined products. Mm. So, for example, a classic one that a lot of people know is shea butter. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when we use refined shea butter, all that natural goodness is stripped away. All that, all... You know the fatty acids that are actually good for your skin are stripped away. So effectively, there's no point of even of even putting it onto your skin. Um, so yeah, like I think providing providing value is very key. But then knowing that you're providing value, it takes it to it takes it to a different level, man. Yeah, it's definitely exactly. like when yeah, like when I see when I read some of the testimonies because I get people even message me on my personal page, bro. They they chat me down on my personal page like, oh my god, like find out that you're buying the brand you know i really love the product x y and z and yeah it's it's very it's very humbling yeah very very humbling definitely and even like this is back to support as well like a lot of the time people get so like disappointed and hurt by people not being able to people close to them not supporting them but like we said once again once you tap into your audience your customer base you'll get all the support you need and then when it's funny when the people that like you were expecting to support you now start clocking and catching in that people are genuinely supporting you because they they trust what you do they like what you do they're really feeling what you do they will start supporting you as well so it's just best to just mm. do it and not even like care about people close to me supporting me like oh no one's retweeting me no one's resharing my stuff 
you just have to do it and then eventually everyone will just start messing with you because that's that's how it is right first you're you're mm-hmm. coming up not everyone's paying attention to you then once you start blowing up mm-hmm. once you get shown a good amount of love everyone now wants to show you love right do you know what i mean so it's just best to just mm-hmm. do it like I, I, that's that's one thing that i really say like everything else is just irrelevant like just do it do what makes you happy do what you want to do do what you have that burning desire for and don't really care too much what people think and plus like we yeah. say all the time like is it's being uncomfortable being comfortable with being uncomfortable so like sometimes like like so yeah like the other day alex pushed me to do a day in the life video and i was i was cringing out in my head like what's, why am i doing a day in the life and stuff like that but it's also like why don't i show people what i do like why don't i show people and also hopefully educate educate some people as well as inspire some people as well like why am i trying to like and that's the thing i was saying it to, to a friend like naturally we're taught to be conservative we're taught to be very like reserved and hold back and not show too much and not speak too much but why is that like what good does come from that do you know what i mean like you undersell yourself by just being like comfortable or i even saw something that said like how dare you think you're big enough to be humble like who do you think you are to say you're humble do you know what i mean like who do you think you are to to like say that oh yeah i'm not going to do this or i'm not going to do that because really and truly like don't ever think people care too much do you know what i mean like don't think like the, the mm. world re- revolves around you like it really doesn't in a sense like like okay cool like don't think you're too cool to do a day in the life if you if you know what i mean like it's it's never it's never that so that's one thing i've learned like really unlearning a lot of things that we grow up believing like why why are the reserved guys the cool guys what about the person who's giving up value and showing people and being transparent mm. and honest so yeah that's that's definitely one thing we've also learned as well and 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 the thing is right when you if 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 for any of you guys that are listening that that want to start something if you are apprehensive or fearful of how you will be perceived as soon as as soon as there's traction people will buy into it first they laugh at you then they join you i mean when when i suggested to the some of you around me they're like skincare why are you doing skincare it's like bro i'm a, I'm an advocate do you know what i mean and it's i think like we i think also another reason so the second reason why i started is because i want to change change that narrative I want to change that narrative that guys can look after their skin the same way females do. You don't, you don't have to be a partic- one particular person in order to, to, look, to look after yourself. Yeah, but now I also think like it's not talking yourself out of doing what you want to do as well. Like, mm. I remember when it came to starting a podcast, like, remember I, I, was, I was quite resistant and hesitant in a sense of, oh, like, why am I doing this? What if people don't like it? What if people cringe? And then we do it, mm. then this is where we're at now. Do you know what I mean? We get such a positive response and we get a lot of people who are enjoying what we're doing. So a lot of the time, like, stop mm-hmm. letting self-doubt eat you up and self-doubt win because you can't predict the outcome. So stop, stop going for the worst outcome. Like, choose hope rather than fear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we can't yeah. control the future, so why are we choosing to go for a fearful future or rather than a hopeful one? Do you know what I mean? So 
always choose hope and not fear. And also on on that um, note of fear, I remember when we when we was on Simon's podcast, and we had a question: is oh, the guy the guy asked, how do I get over the fear of starting my own business and leaving my company, um, like leaving his day job? And I was having the same conversation. Sorry, not the same, a similar conversation with our mentor. He said, Alex, he said, look, you have you have these options, right? He was like, you can either focus on work, or you can focus on your business. So pick one. I was like, I thought about it. I said, you know what? There's stuff that I actually want to achieve in my career. Do you know what I mean? I chose my career for a reason. There's stuff I want to achieve in the entrepreneurial space. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do both. And it's from, from, and when I said that to him, he was a bit taken back. He was like, why are you doing both? It's just because, it's because I can. I've got the time. I've got the energy. I've got the resources. Just let me do both. So sometimes you don't actually have to pick one or the other. You just need to be, you just need to just t- manage your time well so you can allocate your time efficiently to what you're working on. Definitely. And I think obviously now that, now that we're in lockdown, so I know lockdown was, was lifted, but obviously with, with um, the restriction of the 10 p.m. curfew, right? Mm-hmm. And um, everything, you know, people, people were going out, people were going, everyone was going out, people were going crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, some of my friends asked me, oh, like, Alex, why aren't you going out? I said, look, I said, right now, you know, there's a lot of time to be used. And next year, 2020, I might not have this free time for, for, for a while. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, let me utilize it. And what that is, is a short-term sacrifice. So I'm sacrificing going out for a couple of hours. It's not even going to be that great anyway, because you have to be out of the place by 10, probably home by 11. So it's like, cool, a short-term sacrifice for a long-term gain. Yeah. So it's just, you've got to really put things into perspective and ask yourself, what do you really want in life? Is spending that two or three hours with your friends, is it going to equate to, you know, work on your business and potentially getting you know getting that sum of some of income whether it's whether it's half a mil whether it's a mil whether it's um um, whether it's two two mil two million sorry whether it's that because when you have when you have money money gives you options it gives you options to have free time so if you're working on your business when and if you get a lot of income from it you can just employ someone and you can delegate your tasks to that person Therefore, that frees up a lot of your time. Um, and on that note, I want to um, I want to suggest a book that I, that I have been listening to, um, and it's called it's called The E Myth Revisited. So, um, someone that I've known from back in the day, he's way older than me. He's got a lot of knowledge. He basically built up um, he built up a, he built a brokering business, and he suggested me to read that book. And he said, within entrepreneurship, there's three types of people. There's the entrepreneur, there's the manager, and there's the technician. And they all have their individual tasks and that you can't, um, and one person cannot be with three because it doesn't lead to a successful business. So the entrepreneur focuses, focuses on the strategic direction of the business. The manager look, um, focuses on the current day, so the day-to-day runnings of the business. And a technician um, is obviously step below the manager and they focus on, you know, making sure that the, that the product and the service is basically watertight, it's, it's, it's quality and it's adding value. And I think a lot of, re, um, there, 
there's many reasons why people fail to identify that they can't be all three. And there's also many reasons why people think that they can be all three. And I think when you are starting up a business, um, this is just from what I've been told about and also from what I've seen. If you want to grow the business, you have to detach yourself emotionally from it and able to delegate tasks. Because, you know, there's that saying, if you want, if you want something done, do it yourself. I think in entrepreneurship and in business, that's not always the case. Sometimes you, as, as, especially as an entrepreneur, you have to delegate, delegate, um, you know, tasks that's going to take a lot of time so you can actually focus on the strategic direction of the business. So for those who don't understand what, what strategic direction is, it could be, um, it could be securing a distribution deal. It could be securing, um, like a, a shipment deal. So you're getting, so you're getting your, your product shipped out at a, at a discounted rate. Yeah. You know what I'm all that stuff um, bolsters the uh, the growth of, of the business. Another analogy to that as well is if you're holding if you're holding everything on your hands in your hands, you don't have space to pick up other stuff. If you know what I mean, so mm. you need to free yourself to have space for all these other things as well in in order to grow. Like you can't hold on to everything so tightly because you can't pick up or you can't really move stuff. So you need to be able to, like you said, not be too emotional about your business and feel as if I can't allow anyone else to help me out or to help me because you won't, you won't be able to grow. There's only so much we can do, right? We, we are limited in our, in our capacity and there's that two yeah. is always better than one. That's why I really push for teamwork and partnerships as well, if you know what I mean. And one thing as well, like I definitely do agree with everything you said in lockdown. But for me personally, bro, like one thing 2020 has taught me is just to enjoy life as well while you can. So I guess it's, it's, finding, it's finding the balance between working hard and playing hard, if you know what I mean, because 2020 has been a long year and when it comes to time to enjoy it, I am taking it with both hands just due to the fact of how heavy, how heavy the year has been, if you, if you know what I mean. You also touched on... Um, why um what do i want out of this and what life do i want and also like why do i want this um so yeah like i said when it came to me making my my decision i was also saying like oh yeah i want to get a house soon i need a a job to to get a mortgage because getting a mortgage self-employed is like fairly difficult and a bit more difficult than having like a sustainable job but even still, it's just like you said, making that decision. Like, and it's also me checking myself and digging deeper as to why do I actually want to have a house by before twenty five? Is it this tweet that I did it? Is it to so I can make a YouTube video saying I did it? Is it for vanity or is it because of other deeper things? If you know what I mean. So it was also me checking myself like, don't. And once again, it's also me making up excuses as to why I'm not doing what I have a burning desire to do and what I really want to do is just me coming up with a thousand excuses as to why, okay, I'm going to go full-time entrepreneur once I'm 25, once I have my house, once I have that. So I guess it's really digging deep as to why do I want this? Is it to show other people or is it to make me happy? Is it personal to me? If you know what I mean. Mm. I, I hear that. And, you know, getting a, getting a house, getting a mortgage is an achievement. But for me, the the picture's bigger than that, bro. So, you know, me and you have been conversations. So I've I've told you what what I've been doing, and I've 
I'm Google Yard. Yeah. I've also in, I've also um in, invested in one. Congratulations but, as well, by the way. You said that too humbly. Because <laughs> because it's like, uh, yeah, you know, I told you already, bro. How I am. I, I don't dwell on my achievements, man. I, I if I achieve it, I keep on going. I'm just like, what's next? I need to go bigger. I need to go better. But I didn't. I didn't do it to gratify anyone else. I didn't do it to tweet or anything like that. I didn't. I didn't post it, bro. I didn't tell anyone. Do you know what I mean? Because for for me, it's all about wealth creation. I want to create wealth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like. No, I, I, I come I down to. I want to give. Yeah. No, sorry. I, I want to give my give myself options. Mm-hmm. I want to be financially free. Word to Kiyos- uh, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, you know I mean, 100%. And yeah, like it's just really digging deep as to why you want to, like, even like you said, we had the question, Oh, when do I, when should I leave my job? And it's also thinking, Why do I want to start this journey? What do I want out this journey? Mm. I can say, I'm self made, I'm self employed, I do my own thing. Or is it because you have, like you said, you have value to give out or you have a burning desire? You know, this is what you were made for. So, yeah, I think a lot of the time is just questioning ourselves and digging a bit deeper when it comes to making um, like life-changing decisions and stuff like that as well. No, I, I agree. I agree. And a lot of things that we're doing now, and even, you know, to, to, to the audience out there, a lot of things that are doing now, it's difficult. It's hard. It's, it's turbulent. But there's, there's really light at the end of the tunnel. And if, if I tie it back to the property stuff, right, at the start of the year, I had no idea, no idea how to do it. But as I say, say it right, do it. I said it, I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote it down for my end of 2020 goal and I achieved it in October. So, like, as long as you... As long as you know your destination, you know, the road that you take, the routes that you take, you will change, but eventually you, you will get there. But be diligent. Um, sorry, not, not diligent, sorry. Let me start that again. The, as, long as, you have a, as long as you have your destination, the route that you take may change, but eventually you will get there. Like persevere and keep working at it. Keep, keep going, keep going, keep going. Wealth, success, it's not overnight. Rome was not built in a day. And yes. something that my nan and my mum tells me is patient man ride a donkey. Ride that donkey, be patient. It's a, it's a journey, a difficult one at that. But eventually, you'll get there. And even if, even if, even if I tie it back, obviously I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian man. If you tie it back to scripture, it says, it says, it says in the word, Thou shalt seek, shall find, and it says something, it, it, something along the words, of, something along the lines of, if you keep knocking on the door, eventually it will open. So just, just, just keep going, keep going, keep going, because there's only so many no's and so many setbacks that you know that will that will pop up. No, yeah. definitely, and just to, yeah, like even yeah, just before rounding up, I just want to say like a big thank you to like, all our listeners as well. Um, also a big well done to everyone because yeah, like I said earlier this year hasn't been an easy one but even just like being committed and really 
trying to like better yourself or just trying to survive as well people just really trying to make the most out of a negative situation like we've all been through a lot so yeah just want to say a big thank you to everyone listening to us everyone who supports us and shows us love and we've got um we've got a lot coming up for for the guys as well um we are working on the hustle smart productivity planner which should be out soon um it's going to be a planner for 2021 just helping you guys kind of structure your day structure your year um helping you with your goals helping you with reflections so yeah um alex and i we're going to be talking a bit more about that in the coming episodes um, we also have a few to, to, to cover as well. Um, if you guys have any topics you'd like us to cover, always feel free to shoot us a DM or email. Um, we have a lot um, where we're working on and working on a lot of masterclasses and webinars to just keep on giving value to you guys and serving you guys in, in ways you guys find beneficial. So yeah, big thank you to everyone listening. Also want to shout out Rebecca Tembo as well. Um, she's launched her book um, which is amazing and she's a previous guest of ours so make sure you guys check her out and we'll also be linking her book in our in our um description as well um but alex any any closing words no man you you hit the nail on the head um i think something that's been in the back of our mind a lot is basically putting on these master classes but but obviously we want to provide you guys with value so if you guys think you'll benefit from master classes whether it's whether it's on marketing, sorry, digital marketing, whether it's on um, um, budgeting, you know, hit, hit us in DM, send us an email, let, let us know what you want and we'll, we'll make that happen. And obviously, as Shubh said, you know, Rebecca Tembo, she launched her book. So, you know, make sure you give her a follow, um, check out her book as well, because, you know, she has nothing but value and knowledge to, yeah. to give you guys. Sure. I'm telling you, yeah, that girl is is so knowledgeable. Cool, um, Alex. Yeah, because you, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna ask you. So, what's the what's the word for the week, bro? Actually, oh, word of the week. I think I've got yeah. one. To be honest, I think I said it. Hope, choose hope, not fear. Um, in my okay. book, the Daily Story, that's actually what they said for today. And yeah, once I, I said it earlier in the podcast, like the fu- no one knows the future, right? And you you can choose to be hopeful about it or you can choose to be fearful about it but either way like neither predictions are or do you know what i mean you can't tell what the future is going to be so instead of making yourself suffer in the present for the future why don't you just choose hope and try and like enjoy it or just try and have a positive outlook of what's going to happen in the future so yeah my my phrase for the week rather is choose hope not fear and remember focus on things that move the needle yeah sir um yeah so as always guys give us a like share follow um like we said always feel free to drop us a dm or email for any questions um if you need any help or advice you can always feel free to reach out to us on on the hustle smart page or personally and yeah once again we want to thank you all for listening and yeah we just hope everyone stays safe um and we hope you all have a, a great end of this year. We end it on a bang. And hopefully 2021's a, a much better year as well. And we've got a lot of good episodes coming up as well. So stay tuned. Okay. Cheers, guys. Bow. Bow.